Hello and welcome to Out of My Mind Box, a podcast about intuitive eating and mental health. Today we're going to be discussing the principle Feel Your Fullness, which is principle number six of intuitive eating. And with me today, I've got Xenia Ayotis, a certified life coach, intuitive eating counselor, and mindful eating coach. Xenia, would you like to say hi? Hi, Anka. Thank you for inviting me. And hello to all the listeners. Welcome to the podcast. And thank you for listening. Cool. So let's define this. Feel your fullness. So in order to honor your fullness... You need to trust that you will give yourself the foods that you desire. I'm going to read a section from Evelyn Triboli's blog uh, with regards to this principle. And she says, listen for the body signals that tell you you are no longer hungry. Observe the signs that show that you're comfortably full. Pause in the middle of eating and ask yourself how the food tastes and what your current hunger level is. Remember, there is no failing in intuitive eating. At times, we eat beyond fullness. At times, we engage in distracted eating, and this principle is not about connect. This principle is about connecting more deeply with your body's signals, and not about perfection. What are your thoughts on the principle, Xenia? I think what she says there about perfection. You know, very often people who come to intuitive eating have a history of dieting, and you know, diet mentality is about perfection. It's linear. Whereas intuitive eating is a messy process and it's about imperfect action. It really is about embracing imperfection because we're learning um, a new way to eat. And Mm -hmm. so you need to consider deprivation and the trauma of restricted foods. So when applying honor your fullness, you really need to Think about all the foods that you've deprived yourself of and not allowed yourself to have. And sometimes in order to make peace with those foods, you really need to eat a lot of them so that you can get enough of them Mm -hmm. in order to make peace with the food. And when, you know, diet mentality and diet culture tells us that eating less is better and um, that you shouldn't eat too overfull And I remember when I did intuitive eating 12 years ago, I turned intuitive eating into um, another set of rules. So I had put myself on the, I can only eat when I'm hungry and I have to stop before I'm full rules. And if I didn't stop before I was full, I would beat myself up in the same way that I would beat myself up when I would eat forbidden foods on dieting. And um, I see this a lot with clients uh, that they're trying to eat less and not stop at overfull. In a way, we just got to let ourselves stop wherever we are. And there are going to be times you're going to stop at uncomfortably full. There are going to be times when you stop, you're going to be eating way more than you need and you're going to not be feeling good. But it's almost part of the process. So the principle isn't stop eating when you're full. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Okay, okay. Because what, what I noticed here is the, the use of words where they speak of feel your fullness and then immediately say in order to honor your fullness. So is honoring your fullness merely feeling it? There's no other 
requirement so to speak yes. of, of this of this principle it's recognizing it mm-hmm. an awareness it's an awareness because if you think about diet culture diet mentality we disconnected mm-hmm. disconnected from hunger we disconnected from taste we disconnected from fullness so in the early stages of intuitive eating we're starting to recognize hunger and the nuances of hunger and now we're starting to look at fullness and see, okay, there's that neutral feeling, then there's hunger relief, and then you're approaching fullness, then you're full, then you've eaten to a little bit beyond, then you're over full, uncomfortably full, painfully full. Mm. So see, and almost you have to go through the spectrum to see how does it feel. And really feel it in your body. Mm. It's, so crazy how body much you, it's crazy how much you're not aware of it and, yeah. and out of touch with it, actually. When you, when you start to stop and feel, it's actually such a big shift in, in how you live your life. Um, or at least that's what I found, um, is that paying attention to how I feel in connection with the food helps my body figure out what food and how much food it needs. It's the the basics of eating, I think. Yes. And the other thing, you know, we need to pay attention to is that fakefulness that is encouraged when you diet, like Mm. fill up on celery sticks. The water. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you're filling up on these airy foods that, you know, don't fill fill you so you don't get a sense of fullness it's like there's stuff there but it's it's not satisfying and it doesn't Mm. lead it's it's almost like a fake fullness Mm. or cold drinks that was a favorite for me if i didn't want to feel hungry was just to have a diet coke or diet something just to fill me up Mm. and also we could speak about some other um factors that affect your your appetite and actually make you feel full when you're not really, um, such as, as drinking alcohol or smoking cigarettes. Those kind, right. of, kind of habits can also have a, a detrimental effect on your actual fullness level. Yeah. Well, those actually have an effect on both hunger and fullness. So if mm-hmm. you're drinking coffee, it's going to blunt your hunger or it's going to make you feel full. So you have a coffee after the meal mm-hmm. so that you don't eat too much i mean those are all kind of diet tricks yeah um, we're always going to be weaving in between the principles here uh, honor your hunger is so closely tied to to honor your fullness um and and even our last principle uh, discover the satisfaction factor part of feeling satisfied is whether you're feeling comfortably full um so it's all all connected and you'll see those those things coming up as we go through the other principles as well, I think. Yes. And I, I think also you need to check in and see, am I meal hungry or snack hungry? Because mm-hmm. if you snack hungry, chances are the levels of fullness that you choose are going to differ to when you meal hungry. Mm-hmm. Other factors to consider um, are that when you're with people, you tend to eat more than when you're alone. For the most part, mm. when you're eating socially, when you're eating 
at a restaurant, uh, weekends, holidays. There's so much that centers around food. You spend so much time at the table or around food, the chances are, or like it, like celebrations or religious festivals, you know, you chances are you are going to stop eating um, at over full or full. You're going to be eating more than you would normally. Just to make allowances for that. Yeah, and um, to also like work, work with what makes sense sometimes. Um, yeah. So, for example, we uh, decided to have an like a sort of a late lunch, early dinner of a few fish fingers last night. And then we were still going to have maybe some toasted sandwiches later if we were still hungry. And I started getting quite hungry just before I made those fish fingers. And we had about five each and I ate those. I, I enjoyed them very much. And then as soon as I was done, I found I was still hungry. So mm. the first thing I did was, um, okay, wait and breathe. Maybe it just hasn't hit yet because you can yes. eat five fish fingers pretty quickly. And I decided that I was going to wait about five minutes before I decided if I'd eat something more. There weren't more fish fingers, so that wasn't an option, but I could have, you know, pulled, pulled something else together. But then I decided if I feel satisfied enough, then I'll wait till a bit later when we have something something more substantial to eat again. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it worked. Um, I, the, the fullness came about in, in a couple of minutes. Um, and then later on, I had a very nice baked beans on toast, breakfast for dinner style. <laughs> and um, th- that was then really hit the spot and I wasn't hungry afterwards. So mm-hmm. it's actually um, sometimes you might not feel exactly how you want to feel after you've eaten and you can adjust your actions and your behavior according to that to make you feel as yeah. good as you can, basically. Yes. It's, you know, it's all about flexibility and choice. Mm-hmm. So the main thing is to check in and not make it right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's all learning, it's experimenting, it's see what works, and no meal is going to go perfectly. Some you're going to possibly eat less than you need, some meals you're going to eat more, sometimes you're just going to hit the spot and it's just going to be right. But, you know, as human beings, we always want to do things perfectly, we want to do things right. So it's about really letting go of that and allowing each meal to go as it goes. But it certainly does help to slow down, pause, you know, all the things we spoke about in the previous principle about discover the satisfaction factor, putting your knife and fork down, checking in, that pause halfway is important. Also, you can check in. I always say to my clients, check in with your belly and ask your belly, how full do you want to be at this meal? Mm. Do you want to be half full? Do you want to be three quarters full? Do you want to be completely full? What's going to feel good? And also taking into consider what does your day look like or when you're eating. Maybe if it's like lunchtime and you've got a very busy day ahead of you, you might want be wanting to feel full and solid and grounded, in which case you may want to be eating more. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's like at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock at night or even later and you're feeling hungry but you don't want to be too full because you're going to be going to bed, um, and you want to have a good night's sleep, and sometimes if we're over full at night, it doesn't help us sleep well, you're going to choose to eat at half full and stop there. So it's really about 
thinking, okay, well, what do I have to do? It could be morning and you could have a full day being very, very busy. And then you might want to decide, well, I want to really have a good solid meal and eat until I'm really full. Mm. But choose it, check it in, see what does my day ahead look like? What does my evening ahead look like? Yeah. So, And when you start paying attention to your fullness, it's interesting to see how many other factors play into why you decide to eat, how much you eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the experience um, that I shared with you uh, in, in private, but I'll, I'll mention again here, where I had um, gotten near to the end of a meal and there were only a couple of bites left. And I really felt like I would be a failure if I didn't finish my plate of food. There was mm. this just innate sense built in, you know, um, it, it had been conditioned by years of, of diet mentality and general food habits that people should have clean your plate and that kind of thing. Um, yes. And I found it really difficult to put those two bites aside. And I had to negotiate with myself and say, you can have it, finish it later if you still want it. And, and I ended up yes. doing that, um, but it was it was quite. Un- it didn't feel natural and it didn't feel comfortable. It wasn't what I was used to, um, yes. and I didn't realize that I was basing how much I eat on, technically, on how much I think I should eat. Or you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of the things that I often encounter are people saying, and I mean, these are things that I I went to boarding school. And we had to finish what was on our plates. We had to finish all our food. Whether we were full or not, uh, just you had to clean your plate. And then such a big part in um, our conditioning and our habits around food and feeling bad uh, when you waste. So, um, you know, giving yourself the option to not finish the food on your plate or putting it away. But those are difficult things to overcome if all your life, you know, you eat because, you know, you finish your food. So, I mean, even a first step could be paying attention to that fullness, realizing Mm -hmm. that there's two bites left and you could stop if you wanted to, and then having the two bites anyway and feeling how you feel then. Um, just bring the awareness to the the situation regardless of the decision that you make because it's still going to be useful, the feedback that you get from your body to get get more in touch with your intuition. Oh, one big experiment, Anka. Mm. It's trying it out, seeing, okay, I've got three bites left on my plate. Let me eat them and see what it feels like. And then maybe realizing, you know what, that was probably two bites too much. But, hey, I learned. Mm. And seeing it as learning versus failing yeah i like that experimenting angle as well it's Mm. i I like to do self-experiments um and this is definitely one of the areas where i'll continue with that (laughs) so would it be useful to people to kind of inventory the places where they most engage in distracted eating to get an idea of where could you start working on changing your environment and and how you are are eating um, like, for example, eating while watching TV or scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, um, in the, eating in the car, um, while reading, while working um, at your laptop. Um, so, like, how do those activities interfere with your ability to be present and connect with your body, body to feel your fullness? You've got to take that into account. Yes. 
Um, I think there, there's the, the practical aspect that you need to take into account, like distracted eating, uh, multitasking. You're not going to be so aware of your levels of fullness and the nuances of fullness um, if you are distracted and multitasking. Mm-hmm. The other thing you need to take into consideration if you are regularly eating to beyond fullness is your emotional state. Because okay. very often when we are consistently eating to beyond fullness and eating until painfully full, there could be another underlying reason going on there. It could be anxiety. It could be some emotional aspect that eating to that fullness kind of numbs the emotion or distracts us from the emotion. But that would, you know, that's um, something we'll, we'll be talking about next week. But it's important to also to look at that, to look at the, the environment, the practicalities and your emotional state. Yes, yes. What is that principle we're looking at next week? Is it, is it um, honor your feelings? It's respect your feelings. Yes. Um, it was changed in the third. Um, so in the previous edition, um, the author said, honor your feelings without using food. Okay. And I would always say with or without feeling food. And then with the fourth edition, the, the principle number seven has been changed to cope with your emotions with kindness, which um, is a, a kinder way of handling emotions because mm-hmm. um, I remember when I was working with it, I turned it into another rule, which was I was not allowed to eat to cope with my emotions. Okay. So we're definitely going to be touching on that um, in, in depth, actually. I think we're going to do a, a two-part episode on that in our next couple of episodes. Um, but at the moment, we've, we've gotten through Feel Your Fullness. Is there, was there um, the, the fullness gauge that you wanted to share with us? Yes, so I'm going to share with you the hunger and fullness gauge, but we're going to be focusing on the the fullness part of it. So I'm going to share my screen. So if you look at this hunger and fullness gauge, um, in the previous episodes we spoke about hunger, but let's just talk about hunger again in relation because you need to consider hunger and deprivation when dealing with fullness. So if you've been deprived of foods, if you let yourself get over hungry and that primal hunger sets in. So if you're like here, somewhere between very hungry and painfully hungry, chances are you might go to painfully full. So again, it's an experiment. Try eating when you're hungry or slightly hungry. See how that affects where you stop. So assuming that you start eating when you're hungry You eat and then you get to a place of neutral. Now, very often, if we're eating fast or if we're eating with distractions, we're not going to connect to that. So that's that neutral place. A lot of people actually wake up feeling this. Mm -hmm. They're neither hungry nor full. They could eat. And then you get to a place of hunger relief. Where your hunger's gone, but you're not satisfied, And you need more energy. So noticing, oh, my hunger's gone now. And that would require slowing down a bit or checking in. And then getting to this place of you're approaching fullness, but you're not completely full. I've described it here as pleasant fullness. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then eating a bit more where you get to this full place. So you are now full. And then I suppose somewhere between full and uncomfortably full is, you know, you feel your belly's kind of distended. You might need to loosen your belt. You're, you're approaching uncomfortable, but you're not quite there. Then you get to uncomfortable. Then between uncomfortably full and then you get to painfully full is that kind of you're feeling sluggish. You might be feeling nauseous and sick and really what you want to avoid is this discomfort here. Just mm-hmm. doesn't feel good in your body. However, if there's an emotional component to it, this discomfort serves as a distraction from the emotion. Mm. In, in so, very much the same way that people um, use self-harm. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So when working with the fullness scale, there's no right or wrong. It's really finding what works for you. Where do you want to stop? What yeah. makes you feel good? What, what combines a, a feeling in your body where you feel good, your stomach feel good, feels good, you physically feel good, and where you've actually had enough of the pleasure and the sensation and the taste of the food? I think I've figured it out for myself using this scale. And I, I like to eat when I'm almost at hungry. So between slightly hungry and hungry. Mm-hmm. And then I like to eat to, I would say, just over pleasant fullness. Just so, so it feels like it's touching the sides. <laughs> that's, that's for me. <laughs> um, I think for me... I don't like being painfully hungry. I don't like being very hungry. Um, I used to be terrified of these levels of hunger. Mm -hmm. I can now tolerate them and have learned to just, when I get this hungry, which does happen, just to slow down when I eat. I really Mm -hmm. like to be hungry when I eat because it just enhances the meal for me. I find that too. Yeah. So at breakfast, I like to just stop at neutral. Um, I don't like to eat too much at breakfast. It's not my favorite meal of the day. But mm-hmm. at, and at lunch, I kind of like to stop at pleasant fullness because chances are I'm working in the afternoon and I don't want to be too full because then I'm too sluggish and sleepy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. on a Sunday or at dinner time, I kind of like, depending on what I'm eating, probably sometimes full, sometimes somewhere between pleasantly full um, and full, but it, it all depends on who's there, what we're eating, if there's beer or wine involved. Mm. Uh, so yeah, it varies. I never thought about it in, in varying situations like that, but that makes a lot of sense, I guess. Yeah. Cause in, in the morning I, I am sometimes comfortable eating when I'm slightly hungry, just because I know that there's not going to be another opportunity unless I end up binging at lunch. <laughs> Um, so I decide to then have something when I'm not as hungry as I would usually like to be. So that definitely makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Okay. All right. Let me just start recording and we can wrap up. And action. <laughs> 
Cool. So I think that we've gone through feel the fullness in detail. Um, I must say I am very much looking forward to our next principle, um, which is going to be more along the emotional eating side of things. Um, and, and that's going to tie in a lot to why and how, what kind of hunger and what kind of fullness we feel um, because you don't only get physical hunger and, and, and physical fullness. Um, so, so we're going to explore that in much, much more depth in the next two episodes. So thank you so much for joining me today, Zenia. Would you like to tell people where they can get a hold of you? Yeah. So thank you, Anka, for inviting me. And thank you to the listeners for listening. If you want to reach me, you can email me at zen, spelled X-E-N, at theartofmindfuleating.com or you can visit my website on www.theartofmindfuleating.com Wonderful. And for any of our listeners, if you would like to send us a message or send us a question, we'd love to do a Q&A episode in one of our upcoming episodes. Please do email me on anka, that's A-N-K-E, at outofmymindbox.com with any of your questions or comments. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye.